Hey guys, it's Barry J. How have you been? Well, you're in for a special treat as today um, I'm doing continuation of The Wilderness and I've written a poem based on how I feel about, you know, being in the wilderness as I'm currently in there. And I've been there for the past few years, even before COVID came. I was still, yeah, I was still transitioning, if you will. The title of this is Wilderness. Two and a half years in the wilderness. Tossing and turning. Questions, no answers. Decisions, too many options. Are you speaking to me, God? No answer. There is no motivation in silence. Grades are failing. There is no imagination, no feelings. Stick to the script. Do it. I shouldn't have done it. More blunders have been inscribed on the wall. Fake smiles, more money. Watch me blow it all. Food. Watch me binge eat. My flesh. Watch me feed it. Watch me follow it. My spirit. Watch me starve it. Watch me ignore it. Guilt. Watch me skip meals. Watch me give up. Are you speaking to me, God? Silence. My body. Watch me hate it. Watch me abuse it. Watch me learn to love it. Depression. Watch it influence me. Watch it stain me. Watch it quell me. Anxiety. Watch it raise me. Watch it weaken me. Watch it consume my entire being. Trying and failing. Crying and stalling. I'm a zombie. A slave to the routine. I'm lost. Wandering in the forest. I've been hopeful and melancholy. It's my fault. I prayed to be stronger and to heal. I must have forgotten how weak I am, how painful healing is. I'm burning out, stuck on this path. Every time I leave, I end up back here. Confusion is a daily occurrence. Frustration builds. I tell myself not to complain, just to endure it. Don't be jealous of your friends. Don't be bitter. It's hard. My flesh is impatient, insecure, anxious. Some days I hear you, but mostly it's back to silence. Or did I imagine that you spoke to me? Are you even speaking to me? Time slows when the pain starts. I'm reading your word, but I can't understand it. A for effort, right? Wrong. I bear new fruits, dreams, visions, nightmares, spiritual gifts, spiritual warfare. The cycle continues.
Relapse, repent. Relapse, repent. Relapse, repent. Relapse, repent. I sin endlessly. I give up. You win until I become stubborn again. I repress it all until I can't. I tried it your way, my way. I'm going nowhere. This must be punishment. I'm scared. I may never make it out of here. I want to hear you, God. Tell me if this will be forever. Carry me. I don't want to walk anymore. Thank you, God, for putting me in the wilderness and forcing me to face them. My inner demons, they have names and a diagnosis. I've never tried this hard to make it. It's never been this hard to survive. But, uh, can I leave now? This poem right here is exactly, exactly how I feel right now. Exactly how I feel, good or bad. And I know a lot of you must be feeling this way too. You know, when many get good news, like, okay, I'm finally getting out of here. It's getting better. And then turns out there's 12 more other things that you need to solve first. And this time around, I'm trying to be patient now. I'm trying to be patient. But what makes it difficult is not always me, but other people as well. For example, last summer was a very difficult summer for me. I struggled a lot with anxiety and depression. I mean, like it really hit me. And I honestly did nothing the entire summer. I did nothing. I didn't go see my friends. I didn't even talk to my friends. I barely talked to them. I did nothing. I was so miserable. It probably was obvious that I was depressed. And I thought it was anyway, because I did. I tried to apply to jobs months and months and months ahead of time and nothing. Hundreds, I mean hundreds of jobs, nothing, not a single thing. This place is hiring, I applied, got no answer. This place is hiring, I applied, got no answer. Looked up every job within where I live and nothing, no answer, interviews, but nothing after that. Or I get that email, 
We regret to inform you that you have not been selected at this time. Then I get anxious. How am I going to explain my gap year? How am I going to explain this? How am I going to explain that? How am I going to pay for this? How am I going to pay for that? Good things have happened too. A lot of good things, but man, when I tell you it's a struggle, it's a serious one. We as Christians talk about the wilderness, but man, you're not descriptive. (laughs) They're not descriptive enough. They just tell you, yes, there's going to be some rough times, but it will pass. No, I need someone to tell me you will want to give up everything. You will want to forget everything and everyone and it will take forever and it will suck. It might be two weeks, but those two weeks will feel like two years. You won't be able to sleep. You won't be able to eat. You won't feel motivated to take care of yourself like a capable human being. You will pray and get no answers. You will do the right thing and get no answers. You will do the wrong thing and get no answers. And nobody will know. Nobody will notice. You will be suffering and you see your friends living their best lives, working, going to the beach, and you're stuck here doing nothing. There will be so many things you want, but you can't get. And that part expected, but no one told me how it really was. What it really was like. So that's what I'm trying to do for those who have not been in the wilderness. That's what it's gonna feel like. It's gonna feel like everyone's attacking you and everyone is against you and it's your fault. It's something you did, it's something you said. And it's just you. And if you just get rid of you, then all your problems would be solved and that's not true. They didn't tell me that part. Yes, they say, yes, the enemy will take every opportunity to get you, but they don't tell you that he doesn't wait until you're weak. He will get you when you are happy, when you are living life. One thought, one question can ruin your entire mood for months. They don't tell you that he doesn't just wait He doesn't stop when you're down, when you're weak, when you're you're waving your white flag. No, he kicks you while you are still down there. He will hold you there. They sugarcoat too much for me. They need to tell me the real, real deal. They need to be honest with me. 
Had I have known that this would have been the hardest struggle of my entire life, which hasn't been that long, 20 years, that everything, every word people have said to you and affected you in a negative way, it will come back. Your childhood trauma, your childhood pain, it will come back. Everything will come back all at once and you just have to sit there and deal with it. I know it sounds scary and sad and you don't want to do it, but let me in a little let me tell you a little secret. You don't ask for it. <laughs> you don't ask for it. It comes to you. You don't walk into the trap. The trap finds you. The trap follows you. Yes, part of it was me, okay? I did ask to be stronger and to heal and all that, but I guess I forgot that when you ask for that, in order for you to heal, you have to face your wounds, face your scars, whatever it is, look at it, inspect it, clean it. That's the part that hurts. I forgot about how painful it is to heal, like I mentioned in my poem. And for those of you who are, who are still there, this poem's for you. It describes what it feels like from a person's perspective, a human's perspective of the wilderness. Based on our understanding, our limited knowledge and understanding, this is what it feels like. Maybe not completely to how you're feeling, but this is a general description on what it feels like. But at the end, you can tell I've grown from it because I even thank, I thanked God for putting me in here. And you might be wondering, why would you thank God for putting you through all this? And the reason why is because it strengthened my faith actually. Because all the things I used, which weren't of God to relieve stress, to feel better, none of those worked. None of them, not a single one of those worked. But when I went back to God, I went back to him and I started reading the Bible more and I started praying and listening to gospel music or encouragement uh, speeches or whatnot, sermons from other pastors, other from pastors, um,
that, but it helped a lot. That's what helped me be able to look into the sky and see how beautiful it is. It helped me be happy and hopeful on rainy days. Those were the few things that made me wake up, get out of my bed, get dressed in the morning. And what also helps me is that I will be able to help other people who are feeling exactly how I'm feeling right now. I will be able to relate to them. I will be able to show them that there is hope. That's why I keep going. With wavering faith, I still keep going. Because I know I can't afford to go back to to how I was two and a half years ago. I'm slightly happier. And I'm able to see now the things that have happened in the past that have caused me to react a certain way now in the present, which I'm trying to change my response so that it's better in the future. I know once this is over, whew, I don't know what I'm gonna do once it's over. I pray I don't go back to the way I was though. But I don't think I won't, will, I mean. I don't think I will go back because this experience is too hard for me to forget. Anyways, this is another short podcast. This is Barry J. This is my podcast, Infinite Sky, part two of In the Wilderness. I hope you've enjoyed. And please, if you haven't watched or listened to the first episode, please go back and listen to that. And please listen to the song that I recommended. That has also helped me a lot. I love that song. I hope you have a great day. It's gorgeous out. Go for a walk. Get some sun, some vitamin D. Get some fresh air. Take care. God bless.